0: Let us be attentive. O oh Lord, how magnificent are your works. You have made all things in wisdom. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Wisdom. The reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. Let
1: us be attentive.
0: In those days, those apostles who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to none except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke to the Greeks also, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number that believed turned to the Lord. News of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose, for he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a large company was added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and taught a large company of people, and in Antioch, the disciples were, the first, were for the first time called Christians. Now in these days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch and one of them named Agabus stood up and foretold by the spirit that there would be a great famine over all the world. And this took place in the days of Claudius. And the disciples determined, every one according to his ability, to send relief to the brethren who lived in Judea. And they did so. Sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and
1: Saul. Peace be you Wisdom arise, Let us listen to the Holy Gospel. Peace be unto all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to John. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus came to a city of Samaria called Saqqar near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there and so Jesus, wearied as he was with his journey, sat down beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. Then came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Ka, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it himself and his sons and his cattle? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. The water that I shall give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, you are right in saying I have no husband for you have had five husbands and he whom you now have is not your husband. This you said truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you say that Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews." But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for such the Father seeks to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will show us all things. Jesus said to her, I, who speak to you, am he. Just then his disciples came. They marveled that he was talking with a woman, but none said, what do you wish, or why are you talking with her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into the city and said to the people, come, see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the city and were coming to him. Meanwhile, the disciples besought him saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. So the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him food? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say that there are yet four months, then comes the harvest? I tell you, lift up your eyes and see how the fields are already white for harvest. He who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that city believed in Jesus because of the woman's testimony, when she said, He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and Jesus stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of your words that we believe, for we have heard ourselves and we know that this indeed is Christ, the Savior of the world.
2: Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Bible gives us two distinct stories in which we hear of Samaritans. Samaritans. One is the story of the good Samaritan, and the other story is the one we have just heard today, the story of the Samaritan woman. Who and what are these Samaritans then? The easy answer, of course, is that Samaritans are people from Samaria. So let's learn about Samaria first. Samaria was and actually continues to be, though a little bit different. Samaria at the time of Jesus was a region in the Middle East located between the Mediterranean Sea to the west and the Jordan River to the east. To the north, Samaria bordered the region of Galilee. Galilee is the place where we hear of the cities of Nazareth, Cana, uh, Capernaum, places where Jesus spent time. To the south, the Samaritans were neighbors to the region of Judea where we hear of the cities of Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Bethany, again, all places where Jesus spent time. All of these places are mentioned repeatedly actually in the New Testament because Jesus traveled through there. And in his travels with his disciples, he taught, he preached, he healed, he counseled, he comforted. That was the place of his ministry given where Samaria was in the middle of all of these places we can safely assume Jesus traveled through quite frequently in fact that was probably a typical journey for most people in the region for basic everyday experiences travel uh, merchants all kinds of other needs now We heard in the gospel reading that as Jesus traveled through there, he stopped at Jacob's well. We can also safely assume that this is not the first time that Jesus drank from Jacob's well. He certainly would have known about it. Now, who are the people that call themselves Samaritans? Samaritans at the time of Jesus, there's some history that's useful to learn here. Uh, Approximately seven or eight centuries before Christ, the people of Israel, the people of God, were conquered and they were taken into captivity by the Assyrians. The Assyrians at the time were a powerful kingdom. And they actually took all the Jews, the people of God, and moved them, relocated them to Babylon, We've probably heard of the Babylon exile. Well, what was going to happen to that region? Well, the Assyrians brought other people from different parts of their empire to Samaria. So as they they repopulated the region, the people in that area had different faiths different, even languages, certainly different customs and traditions, and so on and so forth. Now, throughout time, the people of Samaria did receive instruction in the, New, in the Old Testament. They did receive instruction in the Israelite faith. And they themselves considered, they considered themselves descendants of Abraham and Jacob. And they also believed in the coming of the Messiah, of the Christ. Now this is a central tenet of the faith of the people of God at the time of Christ, is it not? This is something significant that's shared. And they even shared further the first five books of the Old Testament. They believed the Samaritans chose to believe only in the Pentateuch, the first five books given by Moses. So these are the Samaritans. But they did not accept only the teachings of the people of God. They also maintained some practices and faiths in idols and in other religions. In some way, we can call them as... People who tried to achieve some form of hybrid, all because they thought they were perhaps better. How often do we do that? Where we take upon ourselves to change that which is not ours to change. Now, The people of God, the Israelites, wanted nothing to do with the Samaritans. They were, they did not even want to speak with them. The Samaritans were more open, seemingly, to speaking with the Jews. So the fact that Jesus was speaking with a Samaritan woman, whom he did not know, rattled the disciples twice, actually. He spoke with a woman and She was a Samaritan. Now, basically the Samaritan woman, through the conversation, recognizes that she is in the presence of someone who is greater than just a regular man. Someone who is greater than just a regular Israelite. In fact, She even asks him, are you a prophet? We see that a spark has been lit. Something has happened in this woman. And even though her life did not show oneness with God up until that point, she is awakened. And she recognizes that this person with whom she was speaking, who had asked her for some water and in turn offered her living water, could possibly be Christ, the Messiah that the Samaritans, as well as the Jews, were waiting for. Immediately after, this Samaritan woman corrects her way of life, being moved by the encounter with Christ Jesus She brings others from her town to come to see and meet Jesus. And she tells them that she recognized him by the fact that he knew her life. He knew her. The tradition of the church tells us that this woman is baptized later by the apostles and takes the name Fotini light. And she goes on to share the good news of Christ being risen from the dead. The blessed Augustine tells us when he describes and explains this passage from the gospel. He says this, the fact that she, the Samaritan woman, came from a foreign people is part of the symbolic meaning for she is a symbol of the church. The church was to come from all people, from the Gentiles, of a different race from the Jews. We must then recognize ourselves in her words and in her person and with her give our own thanks to God. This is what St. Augustine exhorts us to do, to make sure that we identify with the Samaritan woman, not with the apostles from that passage. So then, what can we, what can we people in Minnesota learn today in 2022 from this story from a faraway land with people who are strangers to us. You see, the Israelites of Christ's time wanted nothing to do with the Samaritans because they did not share all beliefs together. Christ taught them that because of the goodness that this woman showed, and the awakening that she received, healing, in the light of God's teachings, must not be held back from anyone, rather that we should share it with everyone and anyone who chooses to hear and to repent of the brokenness of their lives. We must be willing to share the good news of Christ's love and healing with anyone who wishes to grow in complete harmony with the one true God. Brothers and sisters, we are living in a type of Samaria Yes, almost everywhere throughout the United States and many other parts of the world. We live, work, play together with many different kinds of people and many different backgrounds and beliefs. Please, be not afraid. Be not afraid to share the fullness of our faith. Be not afraid to share the richness of our life in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit with all people who are around us. We have received the living water of Christ God. We have received the light and life of his teachings. Sharing all of these we will gain more brothers and sisters from among all people from all over the world. Amen.